Hey, uh, so we here, man. Our main Touchdown! Topic, uh, the month of February, man. Uh, so we, we got to talk about it, yo. Black love, man. Uh, it just touching on that bro code, you know, rule number four, protect black women. Um, it kind of aligns with each other in the black love uh, conversation, man. Um, so really just to get this started, we got to start with the question is, um, what does black love mean to each of us, man? Um, anybody want to start it off? I'll start it off. Uh, oh, ain't that cute? Yeah, you, you, you know, uh, it, it to me is is um, you know, love is love is nice, but you know, I think two components are respect and understanding. Like, mm-hmm. and when I say that, like, you gotta respect one another, right? Like, so one thing, one thing I see in a lot of failure of relationships, like you, you, you see, like there's a there's a lack of respect for your spouse. Like in, in, in both directions, like like you can't be out here saying niggas ain't shit, but you're with a black man. And you can't say these bitches ain't shit and you're with a black woman. Mm-hmm. Like, so let's start there. Like it don't, and I don't believe in excluding your partner from the from the pack. Like that that to me, that just doesn't that doesn't exist. That's like saying, like, you know, you're dealing with a white person, like, oh, oh, black, black people are criminals and thugs, but you. You count you right. You coach K, but you not yeah. like the rest you're, of them. You're a good you're one. Different. You're good. You're a good darky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's that's what it's like. That is that. So and the understanding. The one advantage of you know that you know like you can find love in all all shades. You know interracial, all that type of stuff. But I'll say the one the one advantage that you can have is if you're with a black person. If if there's two black people together, y'all should understand each other's struggle. Like and each other's story, so that understanding goes in that place. Like you should understand. Like, look, hey, I got way more doors shut, like in my face, than Tom over there. You gotta understand. Mm-hmm. It's same qualifications. Like that happens, and then I understand that your standard, like the, the standard of beauty, may not be what's natural to you as a black woman. So, me understanding who you are and what our struggles are is like is is, is important. So I'm gonna start there. <laughs> I like that respect yeah. and understanding. And I think you know it's um, we got to start at the beginning. I think even the term "black love" is a little cringeworthy because when you put "black" in front of love, it makes you like sub subconsciously you think that love isn't naturally a black thing. But we the original people, so we created all this. So it ain't no such thing as black love. It's love, niggas. It's I love. love that. Wow. Okay. So right. yeah, we're gonna start putting black in front of stuff as if it don't exist originally from black people. So even black excellence, it's not black excellence. It's excellence. It's white excellence because black people are original people. So for them to do something great, it's white excellence. But excellence in itself, it's black in nature. Just like love in itself, it's black in nature. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think um, since we are the original, I think honestly it's about you know going back to the the basics, um, everything that we created, like from civilization to everything was birthed out of out of love. So if we can all get back to that original nurturing state um, of like actually caring for one another um, and not being greedy, trying to getting more and getting more uh i think we'll level prosper all right we started out firing 
Who wants to go? Calvin or me? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to ask the question, so you're supposed to go next. Go ahead. All right. I think, well, I feel like it should go off of a, like with, like Sunny D was saying, understanding, <laughs> but also knowing the role that you, that you're trying to play. Um, in other words, like nowadays, like now when I say this, it's going to come off because everyone hates me. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying, here comes the Jaws music in the background. Oh my gosh! What I what I mean is like what I mean by roles, like men gotta be willing to stand up and be men when they get involved with young women, and women in general, and then women also have to know how to play their role as well. Sometimes it doesn't work when you have a man and a woman, when a woman may think she's a man, and they're going at the tensions there. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever, like in most cases, like. I would say, like, when I look out and I see, like, people together, like, especially you always see that that, that sometimes that stereotype of you just seeing a, a man is getting, like, dick. And then on the other hand, you see the same thing on a female's perspective. I think once the two understand their role and how they're supposed, like, like you say, they're supposed to love each other and get that to that maturing state, like, you can't really do that if you're fighting all the time. Like, you still have to have that understanding and, and the and the growth to understand what you're trying to do for one another. Like, at the end of the day, like, we are the original people. But I think women have that, and men too, like, women have that that idea that men are here to, to uh, do stuff for them. And that's not the case. It's supposed to be you two are doing stuff for each other to help, because you can't, you can't build a nation if you two are fighting all the time. Like when you're fighting all the time, that that does not help a nation. That does not help your household. Does not help the children around you that are witnessing you fight all the time. So you have to be willing to understand, but also know your roles when it comes to a man and a woman and what you think you, you're willing to do. Everything else is extra. But if you can't love each other and love yourself first, it really doesn't matter. That's my take. Nobody wins with a family feud, Joe. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Except right, Harvey. Right, Coach K. It was, uh, I know, man, I think I was really dead on in, you know, various different ways. Understanding is definitely a big part of it, especially just using Black love and understanding, like, you know, Black people just come from a, a different type of struggle. So understanding your partner's struggle and, you know, what they're trying to accomplish and assisting them in that, um, I think that's really the, the key definition of, like, Black love and and with Dre, you saying like, it's not just black love, it's just love. You know, we can't get into saying black love and just think of it like a relationship goal type of aspect, but like some genuine, like help me help you, we gonna be one and you know, move forward type of love for real. So I, I definitely agree with everybody saying thus far, yo, this is gonna be a good one, man. So what does a healthy relationship look like, yo? And the big, the big, uh, the big saying: "Happy wife, happy life." We got one married person in the crew, so we want to hear that insight. That's bullshit. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, what does uh, a happy relationship and a, a healthy one, you know, look like for real? Um, a help. Oh, oh shit! I'll start. Yeah, shit. Um, well, I, I think <laughs> I think the idea of a healthy one, and what was the other one you were saying? I'm sorry. Uh, healthy and a happy. I think the two, I think the healthy one and a happy one, let's just be, I'm just coming from an 
because I'm married, obviously. There's no such thing as a happy relationship. Like mm-hmm. in a nice, perfect world, everything you get your way and all of that, that, that would make sense. But I don't think it's more of a happy, I think it's more of a, a compromising relationship where you want to do this and you want to do that. And the other person wants to do X, Y, and Z, same thing. I think it comes to a place where all right, you know what you're willing to do, you know what you're not willing to do. But I think it also, it kind of just deads that ideal of like happy life, happy wife, happy life. Let's just be honest. Women are very, and I'm going to say this, not some people are going to get offended. But I think, and I heard this this quote before saying, in most cases, God can't even make women happy. And what I mean by that is, nowadays you have women changing everything about themselves from their hair to their body parts to whatever else that's out there that they can change. And I think not every woman, I'll say that, not every woman is like that, but you do have those, especially in our community, that are not okay with the way that they are and the way that they look, the way that God made them, right? So when you do that, you're you're giving this, this persona of yourself that isn't really who you are. It's what was being pushed on you, what other people think is beauty is correct. And I like the way things are going now where they're trying to prove that you know, your hair, your natural pinky hair is cool. Your natural, like the way you look without all this extra stuff is good. You know what I'm mm. saying? And I think yeah. once you have that, I think once that that part like is solidified and stuck into their heads, then things would work out more because now you just have, well, the ideal, the idea of um what am I trying to say? The idea of that, you know, you're not putting on that facade. You're, you're your true self, you're this. And and then you know when you come together in a relationship, for example, for myself, I was out there. Everybody knows this. I was out there, and then I got to a place where I was just like I can't do this anymore. Like this is just it's odd. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm getting up in age or whatever. But I did not prepare myself the correct way for the problems that could come about. And I think and that's the other part that comes into play. Like we as men have to be ready to step into these situations or marriage itself because marriage is very hard. It's, it's, it's an ongoing thing. And I think when people hop into marriage, they think, oh, it's gonna be this cookie cutter idea and yada, yada, yada. Like I had good examples, yes, but the, let's just be honest. Like we all don't follow the good examples that, that are set before us. We're all gonna make mistakes. And I have sure made my share of mistakes. So I think if you treat marriage like like not a job, but just a process of you just trying to build, uh, build this process to, again, like I was saying before earlier, of like building a nation um, of just a healthy relationship of you and each other. Because I think this idea of like love and th- that's what we solely think about is love and da 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 I think it's no, it's more of a respecting and an understanding thing mm-hmm. and just knowing that okay me and this person are supposed to be one you got to have the same mind state you got to understand what each other are thinking if you two like i was saying before separated any one of those things whether it be physical spiritual mentally your shit's gonna fall apart so you got to have those three bases alone in order to build your relationship to the place you want it to go so where you know after the, the sex and all that stuff is done can you two communicate in the same room? Can y'all yeah. just be around each other? Are you willing to just pick up a book and read with each other? And just, you know, communicate. 
because mm. sex after a while doesn't it just goes away. Like, mm. you know, she's not gonna be able to do them splits she used to do, you're not gonna be able to do the back break you used to do. So you just gotta have that in mind. And what was the last point? The happy wife, happy life? That's bullshit. Yeah. That is so, bullshit. All right, please break this down, please. Why is this bullshit? Are you saying it's bullshit because it's hard to no. make women happy? Or is it yeah, bullshit? Because I think, no matter if they're happy or not, it's gonna be chaos. Surprise. Right. No, no matter. I think you can't make a woman <laughs> what I mean by this is when I say it's bullshit, when I say happy wife, happy life, it's supposed to be happy family because you can make that woman happy all you want, but are you happy doing a certain things that you're doing to make this woman happy? It may be, oh, I'm by this woman only wants to be happy because I'm buying her things, but this woman always happy when I'm when I'm home all the time. And da-da-da-da. it's certain things that you, you, women you could, want. You could say happiness is fleeting too. You could be happy huh? one day, sad the next. It's fleeting, right? It's, so like, right. So the concept of happiness is temporary. Right, and that's the and that's the thing. Yeah. Like, can, like, can, and I think that that whole idea of happy wife, happy life. I think no, that's not true. Because maybe you doing all these things, you're taking away from your own happiness. Like, I think for me, I know me personally. Like, I'm not going to do everything that makes her happy, and that's and that's obvious. Like, in in so many different aspects, and I know I'm not willing to to separate my happiness. And then you got to understand, like. Yo, some things you do is just not gonna make that person happy. It does not matter what you do, right. what you say, what you pay, what you purchase. That's that's all bullshit, in my opinion. Like I like I said before, I, I just feel like you know, you gotta be you gotta be in that space where you can make yourself happy. So no matter what, you're happy regardless. So if that woman is just not is just naturally miserable, there's nothing you can yeah. do. And there's nothing that can change. Now that's when it comes. Now that's when it comes for you as the man to say, you know what, that situation it is what it is. But I'm not gonna stop my happiness from doing X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? And maybe after a while, if that person sees that, they'll probably catch on. And if they don't, hey, that's that's nothing on you. You've done your part. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that doesn't mean you go out and give up on your relationship or anything like that. You still, it's a marriage. Like once you say I do, that's supposed to be forever. It doesn't mean like, oh, after something just goes south or you did something or she did something better. We'll get that's a whole different topic. But if you two are just arguing, you should find a way to fix it. Right. Like there's there's something because if she didn't just leave you yet, then that just says a lot. It says, oh well, she hasn't left. But yeah, and, and willing to tolerate and then and, toleration- and if I could and if I could just add add to that, like just so we can kind of like, you know, like at least let everybody hit everything, like, you know, all our points. Like, I think just to add to that, it's effective communication, not just communication, effective communication. Like, like people, like, I think people in general have a problem with listening to respond as opposed to listening to understand. Like, that's a big deal because um, if you effectively communicate and are observant, you'll, you'll, um, you'll notice it. Like we know as men that a woman could say one thing and it means something else. You gotta be observant. Like you gotta see how she reacts to shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta be observant. And the more you keep aim, like, okay, she reacting this way to this, or he's reacting this way to that, it's completely different sometimes of like what they say out their mouth. So when you're talking about effective communication, it's like, okay, am I listening? Am I observing what I'm seeing? And then when I'm talking, am I like getting like to the point? 
or am I expressing like what I'm trying to say effectively? Like, you know, hey, this is what I mean. This is where what I'm looking to do, or this is what I think we should do as a couple, or whatever. So I think it's just effective communication and and you know observation, like you know, just being observant. That's a good one. Yeah, I think we gotta um, reconfigure what we base our relationships off of. Kind of like what Swan mm-hmm. said in that, and Sunny had hit on where happiness is fleeting. So if we are establishing our relationships and happiness, your relationship is going to have a lot of ups and downs because it's like, uh, what's the story? The three little pigs with the big bad wolf. You building your house on straw. That's happiness. That's going, it's going to easily get blown away. If you build it on physical attractiveness, it's a little bit stronger than happiness because that's just an emotion. Emotions change by the second. Um, physical attractiveness goes away eventually. So you got to build it on something, on the bricks. That's like the understanding, the being mature enough to be in relationships because a lot of people won't admit it. They're not mature enough to be in an actual relationship where two people are building together. So I think once we, as a people, understand that relationships can't be built solely on an emotion or a physical feeling or physical attractiveness has to be built on something more internal um then we'll have probably more success as a community in relationships but it's all based on what you're building it off if you can't build it on something that's not stable and expect it to stand up yeah coach k that's a big world uh a healthy and happy relationship like what does that look like uh for me and a dog, yeah, man, you gotta have the dog. You know, it gives gives both people responsibility in the relationship, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, but you swap you swap uh, twice kids for your dog, so you know you straight. The upside, and it's like for me, it's a healthy relationship is boundaries and respect. Um, just respecting, you know, what your partner is trying to accomplish, and you know, with that support, and then boundaries and respecting your relationship and what you do and what you don't do. Um, I feel like when you're in a relationship, you it's things that you want to do, especially when you're single. Um, so you just want to be out there. You want to do what you do. But then when you get in that committed relationship, you have to understand, like, it's it's bigger than me. I'm with somebody. And, um, you know, where I put myself at is is bigger than, you know, what I'm actually just doing in that moment. Um, so respect and creating boundaries within that relationship um, it's really creating that healthy relationship for me. And then once it's healthy, I feel like you'll have those moments of happiness. And then, you know, when you're happy, you're happy. Uh, you just remember that. And then when the times get low and bad, then you just, you know, got to get through that as well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And okay. I think we shouldn't uh, go past the point that happiness is essential in a relationship. And mm-hmm. I mean, and the question is healthy and happy. Both of those things are things that you have to work at to keep. Right. So a lot of people get in a relationship and they like stop doing what they did to get in the relationship. I think you have to continue to do what you did and also take it up to other levels to keep that, keep it going because stagnancy is like a, a plague in within black men. I think yeah. maybe black people in general, where once we get into a groove, we don't like breaking that groove for nothing, but mm-hmm. Um, love is is jazz. It's not classical music. You gotta learn to go with the punches. It's always Ooh, changing. It is, it is a fine dance. Yes, yo, it is jazz. And, and I wanna <laughs> and I wanna um, add something. 
so when we talk about black love, we talk about uh, love and in, in a sense of relationship. Like when you talk about black love, like love starts with, you know, having love for yourself as a person, especially like, you know, and I think it's essential for black people because I think there are certain things we're brought up, we're brought up to hate about ourselves. And when you go into a relationship and you have animosity against yourself, and you have self-hate and you have this stuff into you, in you how can you love someone else when you don't love yourself so black yeah. love needs to start with loving yourself and everything oh, yeah. about you including your yeah. Yeah, so how about, let's do this can we come up with like some basic components of love so we got like understanding we got um communication. Uh, listening communication maturity what else did you uh Calvin, you said something real good respect boundaries respect and boundaries these are all things that you have to apply to yourself before you can yeah. expect right. them or project them onto another person. Yeah, because if you don't love yourself, you're going to either do, you're going to definitely be insecure. Be insecure, mm-hmm. and then that's going to come out as anger, or you just going to be a punk in a relationship. And mm-hmm. I'm just being real. Yeah. Like, if you're not insecure and wilding out, only the opposite can happen, which you become yeah. a footmat. Like, like, you know, and then the thing is, like, like your partner, like, you know, sometimes, like, depending on where you're at, if your partner don't respect you, they either going to leave or they're going to take advantage of that lack of respect. And it is what it is. It's just human nature. And then at that point, it doesn't even become love anymore. So then yeah. you get abused and you blame that's on love. And you say that you ain't never going to love again, but you was never loved to begin with or your love was tainted. So, yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yo. I, I definitely agree. Self-love mm-hmm. is is definitely bigger than black love, especially when it comes to this topic. It's a part of yeah. I think to an extent though, you have to, you shouldn't even be in a, a relationship type of situation until you love yourself. Well, look, Charity's at home, so you can't put that out somewhere else yeah, until you mm-hmm. try it in yourself. And I think we miss the mark as, as black men a lot with that because we strive so hard to, to find that woman that we want to be with um, whether it just be sex or uh, our committed relationship without even working on ourselves first for real. Well, yeah, I think a, a bad thing about, I think maybe just the world in general is, this is gonna sound crazy. Casual sex is so, it's so frowned upon that men force themselves into relationships and women force themselves into relationships when all you really want is okay. something to hop on. Yeah. <laughs> that's a oh man <laughs> I, mean, I mean I see I see his point I see I see your point just because I can talk well I'm pretty sure we all could but I know I could talk from experience or whatever I'm just saying like I was you know I, I, I'm not saying now but obviously before like I would get myself involved and then it, then you get so far in that you're like fuck I don't know how to get out of this situation yeah, that like, I really don't want to be in. And then you're really in this situation longer. And then you don't longer. know. You, you already what, opened Pandora's box. Right. And I don't know if it, maybe I'm mis- maybe it's not like we casual sex is frowned upon, but maybe we keep mislabeling things as love. Like we call it puppy love when it's not, ain't no love involved at all. We, just, we kids just infatuated with each other. Ain't no love involved in that. So yeah. we're just, we just calling things the wrong. We, we labeling everything as love when it's not love. So yeah. like, and our parents and our uncles and stuff used to, 
kid and like that's your little friend that ain't really your girlfriend you don't let that person it's just your little friend so i think if we could all go back to being our uncles and aunts like, <laughs> that's, that's just that's your little friend you don't really love that person but that's know, not like you know that, that, that's moment. not your spouse until you're married that's not yeah. really your spouse like and like in the eyes of like you know god and you know it, you know depending on what you believe mm-hmm. in and the law Mm-hmm. And the law, like on paper, like, you know, I'm I'm in a relationship. I have a girlfriend, but I have to, in, on any piece of important documentation, I currently have to say I'm single. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like, you know, that's a hell of a point. Like, you know, my, like, like my, my, un- my uncles, my aunts, they could, they could call my girlfriend. Oh, yeah. that's, uh, oh, that's, yeah, that, that's Sunny little friend. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sunny little friend. <laughs> they really say Sunny little friend? <laughs> well, clearly, I mean, nigga, use another name. Oh man! Oh man! But yeah, I think as a community, we gotta reframe how we look at relationships. So um, I don't know. It, it starts with the youth. So we gotta teach them. Uh, I, I think. I think, and I, you can you can let me know if you want to get to it a little bit later. I think our expectations are are skewed as fuck. Let's as, what? A, as a black, our expectations for relationships are skewed. Let's get into it black now. People. Yeah, okay. yeah. I just wanted. I, I just think, wanted the green light. Yeah, because I, I I agree with you. Because I think you have people that that are like they forty dollar people, but they looking for twenty five hundred dollar people. If that makes sense. Like if you know you you a forty dollar person, you can't put your expectations of oh well I want this I think mm-hmm. this when your expectations yep. is forty dollars you need to keep your two twenty your twenty your one five and your and your two tens or whatever you need yeah. to keep your shit together in order like when you're a bit, like when you're able to get to your expectation then mm-hmm. fine but and I think that's where a lot of us get caught up especially like you said in our community we get caught up because we have these forty dollars expectations i mean we have this 40 dollar mindset but we want 2500 expectations right like, and, and, and there's a like, saying for that and there's a saying for that that you can you can shop and browse for for what you want but buy what you can afford yeah you can, you can look all you want, buy what you can afford so like you know at like you know i have you know i have a theory like you know and it's been kind of going around like do you qualify for what the hell do you you asking for? And like, are you trying to are you trying to like you know build like you know I don't you know I don't want to call it this because you know I don't refer to black women and black men as this like you know like you know build the build the build the day. You know what I'm saying? Do you want do you want this girl to have zero like no stomach, you know fat fat butt with like mm-hmm. no cellulite, double mm-hmm. D titties. Doesn't does you know? Don't talk to you about nothing. Don't complain. Don't talk back. Like all this, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect face, like like the girl of your dreams. And then you know what? You know the woman equivalent of, you know he got to make six figures. He got to yeah. be over. He got to be six seven with a six mm-hmm. pack. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like got all mm-hmm. these things that with this build with this build to do that you got. But do you qualify? Yeah. If this dude were to walk up to you, what makes you think you qualify? If this girl were to walk past you, do you qualify for this? Have you built yourself up? Have you done this? Have you checked these these boxes in your life to qualify for this person that you want? You know, and that's a real question that people got to ask themselves. I'm like, look, uh-huh. if you a dude, 
right? And you make it 20, you, you from, let's say you in Mississippi, you make it like $20,000 a year and you sitting up here, you 400 pounds. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? You said like, yeah, I do. I do you be a, I do you be a bad, bad bitch. I look like Beyonce. That's why I need nothing less. Yeah. I'm like, dog, you don't qualify. You don't no. qualify. And you also don't qualify. And this is and this is just for I mean, I'm coming for for us as men. I feel like like yo, you should never put yourself in a situation like like we said before, if you're not qualified, like Donald was saying, if you only make it twenty five thousand dollars. But it also doesn't help either if you still enter mama house and you just bring in all this and you add in all extra baggage to your already fucked up situation, which mm. maybe if you're ready for that type of relationship, then fine. But I'm saying like, you know, you, you can't start a you can't start a family in your mama's house. Now, what I mean by that is you, you're trapping someone, like you're giving this false idea, like you have the car, you have the clothes, but you don't have the the, the whole situation, the structure. You have uh, the the the, the items, but you don't have the foundation mm. to support that. And that's and in my case, that's 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 trickery. That's how you lure someone in. Instead of just being up front now, if that person decides to be like, oh, I can help him out, and that's on them. But I, if you come I've accounted situation, that. I've accounted yeah. that because that standard that you just said, it would be different if it was 1980 or 1970, but it's 2020 oh. and you can have a bachelor's degree. And you can have a professional no, job. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't mean, I don't, I don't mean, but that's what I'm saying. He's speaking I don't, in metaphors. I'm, I'm, thank you. I don't mean by oh you're in college and you're trying to better yourself and you're trying to better there's people okay, out here still clarity. now there's still people out there now who do not have all of those things that's understandable when you're 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 in school and you and you're trying to save up to get a house and you're trying to do this okay. to have a family there now there are people now still in 2020 who still think it's the it's still it's still think it's playtime you know what I'm saying like they're not really they, they like like Andre was saying they just looking for something to hump on but then there's there's this infatuation of I have all of these things and I have all of this, but I don't have the structure to support those things. Now, now that's what I'm saying. Like I I don't agree with like that that ideal mind state. Like I can trick somebody, but I'm not ready to com- fully commit. Mm-hmm. Now, if you in school and you doing all these things, you're just trying to do stuff to better yourself. That's understandable. <laughs> but when you when you're not and you're choosing to, unless you have like some type of mental issue or whatever if you're choosing just that i'm going to be in my parents house forever i'm still trying to have a family i don't care who you are no woman's going to take that at all i mean yeah Period. context definitely matters with that i, I need to be real with you context matters because you said like oh i live in my mama's house i know people with master's degrees and, and six and like jobs that make decent amount of money but because they're in debt because yeah. they're in debt they're they're their people's house yeah. I mean, it's so you know what I'm saying? It's a different time. We're, well, like, we're all in debt. Like we, we're all in debt. That's the American game. I'm in debt. Like right, we're but, all and in then debt. you have people that, that go back home and then go back out. Like they they had their own place. They go back home and they, they take up and then go back out. Then, so you have yeah. you have a variety. You have variations of this. So like it's it's they about mindset. Shit. Huh? Yeah. You said I what? Said then they should have they should have budgeted then. No, I'm just no, no, it's <laughs> all because even too. if you get you buy a house, you're not buying the house in cash. You bet you getting a loan, so you in debt <laughs> no matter <laughs> what. But then but that then that comes into a part. Did you get the house? That means you got that. But my question is then: Did you get the house that you were ready for, or did you get the house just the front? 
Who unless you have a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to buy a house, you don't bro. You, that, that's what I just that's my but point. I mean, that's, unless you if you, that's my point. Did you you can still take out a loan and get the house that you need, not the house that you want? But it's still that. Out the loan, you're gonna be at that. The loan means that's that you owe said. somebody money on okay. the house. But I, I think the, way to be in debt. The big thing that we kind of, I think we all touching on is the, the mind state of what you in. Like, yeah. whether you have a degree or you don't, I don't think that really matters. It's just about that mindset that you have of where you're going to go. Because, right. you know, we all definitely all started in our parents' house and probably all been there a little longer than we wanted to be. But, you know, while we was there, well, what my we goal. doing? Yeah. What'd you say? So, I said, I met my goal. I said, oh, 23, shit. I'm out. Yeah. If, but again, but, 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 but like you said, that's a mindset. <laughs> yeah, but, but let's, that's a mindset. let's go back to the question. Are, are we um, are we aspiring for something that we don't qualify for? Mm-hmm. So I think this, <laughs> this is the bad thing about the internet. And so much of what we desire is based off of social media, mm-hmm. which is a lie. It's a virtual mm-hmm. reality that... Mm-hmm. We think that we want that when, honestly, it's not a t- even the people that have like they that say they have it don't have it. Like, like shit, like shit. Everything they own is rented. It's um, so they don't have it. Um, and even them renting it, they didn't pay for it to be rented. So much as pro bono because it's all about marketing. That we don't know what half of these people really have and what they don't have. And so when we aspire for some shit that we think that people have and they don't even really have it, we our aspirations mm-hmm. are based off of a false reality. So mm-hmm. I think honestly, Especially when it comes at, to relationships, look at Bow Wow. Yeah, just, <laughs> just if you search the hashtag relationship goals, yeah, it's gonna be some people that's probably not really in relationships or they probably not really happy. They just went on vacation and they probably didn't stay in the same room. <laughs> or at that Birkin bag, or you know, the the nigga is cheating on his girl and she's just with him because she know he got money, or the girl is treating cheating on a man and he just with it because she got money, or it's all types of stuff. So we basing what we want off of some shit that we don't know or understand, um, and I think it all comes down to maturity. I think we gotta realize what. We have to realize what a relationship is supposed to do. What do mm. we need in another person to help us do that? And then that's what we should aspire for. But all of our aspirations are um, materials. Material. So yeah, yeah. It's a it's 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 more complicated as than what we make it out to because like if you look at the internet, it's very clear that the ninety percent wants to aspire to be the ten percent. In which all of the ninety percent, it's not even ten percent. It's like one percent, yeah. right? The one percent is right, yeah. right. But it, like I said, it's like you you don't qualify for this lifestyle that isn't real. Like you well, know, and they also are, don't understand that it's not that you don't even want it. <laughs> that, not even that, that. Everything in this country is designed for you to stay in the ninety percent. So you might be able to move mm. up from like the the eighty to the ninety. But you gonna stay in this ninety percent, so you gonna go so far. Why do why do why is unhappiness under in the in the ninety percent? There's happiness in ninety. Well, if you're in the, 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 the one, 
Well, the that yeah, it's unhappy because you see that someone got it better than you, but you don't realize that you got they, you that got parents. No, like nobody wants to listen to J. Cole, yo. Yeah. Nobody wants to listen to him. Love yours, yo. I'm telling you, you making a great salary. You got a beautiful family. You got a you got a house over your head. You got all these blessings. Mm -hmm. But because but because uh John in accounting makes 10k more than you, now you're uh. mad. We be tripping <laughs> over stuff like that. Like 10k is a lot of money, but it's also not a lot of money. So, right. You spread <laughs> that shit out. Right. Annual salary. Well, hold on, that is spread taxes. out. Yeah, nothing for annual salary. <laughs> the taxes, yeah, you get a 10k increase in your annual salary after the taxes. That's only a four thousand dollar increase. Right. You could have worked no, overtime out. three weeks spread and got the fuck out. <laughs> you could have worked overtime. Boy, boy, you got an extra meal. You definitely got pizza facade, yo, and just the especially yeah. the social media game when it comes to relationships. It's, it's easy to sell a dream of a great relationship. But to actually, you know, nurture and maintain, sustain your relationship is, it ain't, it ain't. In other words, you got to go to work. Well, Every shit, day. I mean, hey, go back to the three little pigs. What you building your house off of? Yeah. What's your house made of? Yep. I think I saw something like, like, you know, Diddy, Diddy was speaking to a crowd and he was like, I think mean, he was the wealthiest dude in the crowd, which is most likely. And he was like, yo. I, I done made it and I'm still hungrier than every single one of you. I can see it in your eyes. I'm hungrier than you. That's your problem. Like I'm here and I'm still hungrier than you. I still want this shit more. So I'm willing to put in more work than you. I'm willing to like outwork your ass. But you never gonna catch me. And and I think about like people like when I when I think about effort, like they want all this shit, but they want to half-ass it and not put in the work and not put in the time. Especially when you talk about when you talk about dudes, like let's let us let us be real, dudes, like when when you talk when when you try to introduce a woman or whatever, they ask how she looks, and then when you try to like when a woman introduces a dude, they gonna ask what does he do? What does he do? What, what what the hell does he do? Can can he facilitate a dream like Chris Rock said? Can this motherfucker facilitate a dream with his career? And dudes don't want to do the work; they want that shit. They, they just don't want to do the work, dog. Well, dudes don't want to do Missed the work. And also, um, to our, our queens out here, a lot of them aspire to be housewives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but they don't know what a, what a, what a, like, a lot of them don't well, know. Well, no, you got to restructure that. You got to restructure that. No, 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 no. Hey, no, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let Fuck off. I want some time. And I don't think it's really changing as much as we think it is. I think women are becoming empowered because they realize that that's not a reality for them. But at yeah. the end of the day, if they could not work, yeah, they would. That if that was an option for them. That especially our black women are realizing that that is not an option for <laughs> for black people in America, let alone black women. You just can't not work. Having one job ain't good enough for black people. So. They know that you can't sit at home and not do nothing. But if right. it came down to it, if, if the option was available for them to be a housewife, a lot of women would. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying yeah. it's not convention. It's not productive in today's society. It, it, it definitely would be great for, you know, today's family. But when it comes to like, you know, being society in the world and trying to keep moving forward, it would be a lot difficult just to do that on one salary. Well, it, it depends because it can be, depending on how you structure that, it could be cost efficient. Let's say you yeah. make a size, it depends on your salary, right? 
So like if you let's say you a dude and you in a career and you somehow you make it to six figures, it's doable if you make yeah. six figures. Depending like, on your location. And depending on yeah, you can't you can't be and it's crazy to say this. California, New York, hundred thousand dollars, two salaries. Ain't nothing. You need two. You need two. Yeah. And Cal at six figures. Yeah. And that's and that's crazy to me. Well shit. Yeah. Uh, during this pandemic, they was talking about um people under fifty thousand dollars shouldn't over fifty thousand dollars shouldn't get the uh, next stimulus, but in Maryland, yeah. the medium salary, the means, the median salary is eighty five thousand yeah. dollars. So you would take a lot of people that don't even make the average salary in the state out of getting the stimulus when they probably need it because you can have the levels of what it costs. Hey, like yeah. we're top, I think we're top ten in like like we're number two. We're number two. Two. We're 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 above Cali. And median, uh, I think California is so big that it, it kind of spreads out. But oh, over the lesser, okay. Yeah, since we're so small, I think DC and Maryland was top number one and two for median um, in salary. And you got to think about it because it's all all the government contractors mm -hmm. and government workers. Yeah, yeah, that's and that, and that's crazy because you're really taking that PG, you're really taking that PGDC, and then it's like in Baltimore it dips down so much. It dips down like ridiculously. Oh, I'm in Baltimore. Yeah, it might Baltimore, be thirty thousand yeah. as the median. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and and that's the and that's the thing. Like you got you, and, and here's where I try to express to people, right? When you come out of college and you make this salary, you have a bachelor's degree. You have a bachelor's degree under your belt, and this is why I say it's a different time. So when we're really judging this, we have to judge it with, like with context. You have a bachelor's degree. You have a job in your profession. That job in your profession can pay you thirty something thousand dollars. So then you're out here with the job. Can you buy your own property in Maryland? Probably not. And you're out here working your profession with a degree, with the mindset. So what's really the real, true expectation for you? Like, is it a fair expectation for you to really be out here and successful and drive it? And today, in 2020, like, are we saying like, oh? Like, should you look at that person, like whether it's a man or woman, like, oh, like, why don't you, why aren't you, why don't you have your own property? Why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? Cause nigga, I went to school and I'm making 40, 30, 50. You know what I'm and saying? Like not even that. You're making 30, 40, 50, and you seventy thousand dollars in debt. In debt. Mm -hmm. And then you doing all this, and then think about the frustration as a black person, like, look, I'm trying to make that. And that's seventy thousand dollars in debt with interest. So <laughs> <laughs> depending, depending on the university. And I, I and, and this is what I mean about understanding. You can't compare me to the motherfucker. Like, all right, let's say you take, and I'm gonna use stereotypical names. You take Tyrone, you take Tom. You got Tyrone over here, he's a hundred thousand dollars in debt, makes making thirty-five thousand dollars a year. He has to pay back student loans. I can't pay back student loans and pay rent or salary. There's no way impossible. So you have Tom, and then you have Tom. Let's say Let's say he gets a job. He knows he knows some people, or his father, he, you know, his father or his mother knows some people who know some people. He makes let's say he makes forty five thousand with no debt because because he, because he has generational wealth. And then now it's just like okay, my entire salary besides maybe a phone bill or car insurance can go to a crib. Oh, and even then, Tom still won't go out and live on his own. He'll still stay with his parents for three years and cake up for a home. Take up for home, and that's the reality that people are skewing. Like, that's that's why I say so. When we talk about like, okay, like, 
and I, and I and like I'm like you know like like no shade like I've been out of that I had my own place like two times mm-hmm. as an adult and I'm going back and I'm like back and forth I'm about to you know possibly move again yeah so when you're at that struggle when you go through different salary changes and you have to manage your debt and everything like that like mm-hmm. you got people out here with certifications bachelor's degrees everything like me yeah. um, we got a homeboy he has a master's degree and is out here working two jobs. And I'm, I'm going to leave him nameless. He lives with his mom, but he's looking to buy a property. But he's been living with his right mom back. since over 30. Are we looking at him the same? Are we that's, really looking at this dude with mm-hmm. master's degree, two jobs, the same? That's, that's, I mean, when nowadays, that's, that's, that's the norm for real. I mean, yeah. it's, it's really common for people with master's degrees to, to have that part-time job. It's, it's unfortunate, but like that's... It's crazy, like to say that's like that's the game now. But I'm saying, because do you judge that man the same as like, like I said, I want to keep that fact. He lives with his mom, so like he, like, like think about that aspect. Think about the mind fuck that is. Yeah, big one. <laughs> yeah, and I think we have to it, for that. I think <laughs> we have to reestablish how we think about things like that. I think um, from parenting onwards, where you're. When you're growing up, you shouldn't feel like you want to leave your parents' house that much. Where yeah. you go, you go out and get an apartment just because living with your parents is so much fucking stress that you feel like you gotta go, or you feel like because you're a certain age that I feel thinking because you're 18 that I gotta get the fuck yeah, out of my parents' that's, house. And that's big when in our culture. You're not even an adult. In actuality, your fucking brain ain't even all the way developed until you're 25. Mm-hmm. Are you out there trying to make adult decisions and you a child? Yeah, we 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 black people. I, I think black people. We are sometimes very cruel to one another. We're very cruel, and and when I say cruel, I mean like expectations. You know when someone has the right mindset. You can talk, tell by talking yeah. to them. Do you judge them based on their situation, or do you judge them like if you if you're like let's say you let's say let's say you got a let's say you got a chick right, mm-hmm. and she she didn't gain some weight, but now she's working out. And now she's eating right. She's trying to get it together. Are we judging her right there? Like, are we judging her based on that, or are we judging the, the mindset, the progress, the consistency, the intention? Well, exactly. Think, yeah. Like, what do we judge here? Well, I, I think we judge the opposite. We don't judge the mindset. I mean, people was getting mad at Lizzo because she decided to lose weight, and people mm. was like, "I thought she represented fat people. She's still fat." Number one. <laughs> But why are we not supporting a healthy lifestyle? And I think it's also, for some reason, everybody in America wants to get tied up to some false identity. Like all the fat people want to be called fat or whatever. It's a hashtag for everything now. So you get tied into your whatever your hashtag is. And And people don't get, they're not given the opportunity to change when ultimately you're supposed to. When you're overweight, and here's the thing, and here's the thing, and I don't want to like, like body positivity to a certain extent can be a good thing as far as like, you know, I'm not going to judge somebody with their journey, but Lizzo decided probably to lose weight. All you got to do is sit in the doctor's office, be overweight. And this is something that I'm, I'm going to say, you know, personally, like if you sit in the doctor's office and tell like, oh, your blood, your blood pressure is a little high, have pre-diabetes and your sleep apnea has gotten worse. That will change your fucking mindset and make you want to lose weight, because all that shit can kill you if you well, don't change your lifestyle. And then that's probably and, and Lizzo probably had a similar conversation. You might get diabetes. 
you might get this. All of this, if you don't lose weight. We're not talking about looks or appearance or nothing. He probably did that for health. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I agree with that. Like, at some point, like, your body, especially for, for bigger women, it's you're still cute. Like, it, it looks great. But for health reasons, it is definitely important just to, to respect your body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, All right, but yeah. let, let, let's what? get back. We got, yeah, we got to be a little off, off topic. Yeah, but, yeah, yo. It all goes back into loving yourself. So, love, yeah, love yeah, yourself. I'm gonna say that one because honestly, when it comes to love languages, I've taken I've taken the test, and me and my girl have shared our love languages, but it's not anything that I think about. Mm. Uh, all right, so let's do how they all right before we start. Um want to know how y'all handle disagreements and um on netflix it's this uh a movie with um i don't know his uh, john name. john oh, washington yes did you see john it, david washington john david washington yeah did i you heard see about it? it it's it's so many varying views yo all right so i watched it and honestly it, it is let's not speak about it yet because i heard they just pretty much arguing all the time it's something that me and my girl said we're gonna watch together so i don't know yo you got it. to you gotta watch it with your girl yo you got what is it called um, um Malcolm, Malcolm and Marie. Something. Yeah. Malcolm oh, and Marie. That thing um, we were talking about the other day. Yeah, honestly, and it, it is it's interesting. Um it, I can understand how it could go either way. Um it was a lot of arguing in it, um, a lot of toxic, a lot of abuse. Um, but I'm curious okay. to know how y'all handle disagreements when it happens. Um, you gotta understand <laughs> you like you gotta understand your partner. Like that's and that's something I'm learning. Like with me, I'm kind of like, and I don't know if this is a God thing, like I don't like a lot of lingering tension, but I don't I hate I don't like that lingering tension. Like, like we'll have some, let, let's say I say something my girl don't like, and then it'll be like an awkward silence. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and you just be like, Are you breathing? Like what's going on? Say something. <laughs> Yo, and it's like, I know from as soon as I hear that sound, I'm like, oh, what I say? That, that. I fucked up. <laughs> right, you can no, just get that awkward. But that's the beauty about my relationship. Like I'll straight ask, like, oh, what did I say that upsets you? Because I already know, like, like shit. <laughs> That is, it's very important to know when you might have said something wrong. Hey, yo, that shit, that shit, yo, that, that blows me, yo. <laughs> oh, it's so, because, you know, as men, like, we speak very, like, straightforwardly. Mm -hmm. So, and as long as we're not lying, which most of the time, if we speak straightforwardly, we're not lying. Not lying, so right. That's, that's when we hurt their feelings. And we be like, why are your feelings hurt? I'm only telling you the blatant truth. But, yeah. yeah. Um, women are different creatures, so sometimes we gotta we gotta lay it softly. But you know, it's like landing. More you gotta slow down and get the touch just right. But <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like landing the plane, baby. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, what you uh, what you got to say? Well, to how you handle this? I just said, wow. I'm, 
Oh, we're going around. How do you handle yeah. disagreements? Uh, not the best. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> not the best. It's a it's a work in progress. Appreciate the honesty. <laughs> it's not the best. It's so. What do you like? You explode a lot, or you just do you internalize I, your your? I, yeah, I would say I don't explode, but I will say like I internalize a lot of things, and then like and most of my actions or whatever it comes out versus just saying oh this x y z bothers me or whatever mm-hmm. I'll, I'll hold it in and then i'll be like all right i think it's over with and then i'll i may do something like oh shit i guess i was upset about this so that's just something that takes time like you said everyone's different mm-hmm. like in most cases like i'll try not to blow up but that's yeah. ugly too so <laughs> I but it does it does I do under I do understand like the flaws in that as well like not saying anything. Yeah, I agree. Versus, it's, like, it's big to like just to address things, maybe not in the moment, but sooner than later. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And rather than letting it pin up and you know letting that thought just go wherever it can go for real for you or your partner. Yeah, because yeah. uh, disagreements coming. Uh, you got a real laid-back personality, so. And that's, honestly, I'm thankful for that. So I try my best just to, like, to listen um, as much as I can, especially when it's something that uh, I probably could have done better in. Um, When it comes to disagreements, I'm really bad at them because, like, I guess men in general is, like, you get straight to the point, you know. Um, I really don't like to argue. So when I do, it's, like, it's just Cutthroat, so I just rather not. <laughs> you know, what I'm it's not cutthroat. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. Like it's it's called a disagreement. It's never. I don't argue with nobody. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you how I feel. I'm gonna ask you how you feel. I'm gonna try to understand it. If I don't understand it, I'm gonna let you know, and that's gonna be it. Because yeah, honestly, disagreements are as, hilarious. As men, we can all say honestly that our girl has been upset at something that even after they explained it, we didn't understand what the hell. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like when it when it comes to like expressing emotion, like I feel like we're high speed internet. Like we just get right to the website and they're like, oh, Yo, "We like, providing files," and they got dialed <laughs> up. They just like they got the whole phone beep the whole. <laughs> they're dialed yeah. up. So hey, so yeah, wait for the. <laughs> so, so yeah, my biggest thing, I'm, honestly, I'm processing. I'm processing yeah. like a computer. Like I'm. I just gotta listen. I just want to listen to everything that you want to say and rather than me trying to respond or, you know, trying to find a good rebuttal just to, you know, make a point in an argument. All right, let me just hear what you're trying to say for real. And then we can try to adjust it from there because I ain't trying to say the wrong thing. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to go want this to go farther than it really should be. Yeah. And, and also it's like, you gotta, you gotta balance that line too, because, you, you still yeah. you, you don't want to compromise yourself. So if you have something that you really mean and you stand on, maintain your position if you truly yeah. believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if it's something petty that you just like, and you can't be petty. And that's the big thing about love too. It's like when you when you're in love, you know your partner's like secrets. You know everything. Like you you know the ups and the downs. So when you having that disagreement, you you just have to. Make sure you don't cross that boundary and just be too disrespectful for real. Yeah, because everybody oh, yeah. has their everybody has their stuff they're like triggered. they're non-negotiables yeah, when yeah. you're when you're dealing with them. Yeah. Yeah, so have I'm, you ever 
Go ahead. So my question is, have, have you guys ever had a petty moment? Petty moments? Nah. Tell me a lie. I have, yeah. <laughs> it's happened. I'm um, only human. I'm only human. Not in the argument. My petty moment is always after because I'm like, oh, so this is what you just <laughs> mad about. Wait, wait until wait in two weeks and I bring this back up. Like, oh, remember yeah. you ain't want me to do this, so now you asking me to do it. So which one is it? Yeah, no. Oh man, I, I get petty if I feel like even if I realize it's something small. Sometimes like, I'll be like, I was right. I don't give a fuck. I was right. <laughs> I, was I right, think my, my issue. <laughs> I laugh oh boy, a lot. <laughs> I laugh a lot. So whether if it's if, if it's you know something serious or you not, you do the awkward laugh. You know, I'm like, all right. you know, like, come on now, you say that's it right there. That's the awkward <laughs> laugh right there. <laughs> and that shit never flies, yo. Never she just flies. give me that. She just give me that ancient funny look. Like ancient exactly, funny. yo. Ancient nah, yo if you laugh at ass, are you serious? When you know they being dead ass serious. Oh Bruh. shit! <laughs> even if I laugh, like I'm, I'm, I'm listening, like, but baby, it's bigger. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've had that problem where women logic is illogical, so I laugh when they try to make sense of stuff. I'm like, it's tough. It's, but it's, that's like that's like that's like telling the girl who's hyped to calm down. What do you mean, calm down? Nah. <laughs> Hey, don't, don't do that. You know what I mean by calm down, but you know, like shit. But yeah, uh, that's why it's, it's a disagreement. I don't have arguments. I don't have arguments with people, let alone the person that I love. So it's yeah. gonna be a disagreement. And sometimes disagreements can't be solved. You can't always persuade somebody to see something the way you see it. So big facts, and that's where the understanding is key. I think I think you got to be cool with letting them be upset for a certain time. Like you gotta let them cool now. I have a, I like, I have a saying like, all right, I, I like, you need to cool off, like for real, like, and I let them, you know, let her, let her be in a bag, and we, we get back to it, and she gonna talk when she ready, you know, yeah, yeah and yeah. talk when she ready to talk, not argue. That's the thing with me, like, I don't really, if I have a problem with something, I don't bring it up while I'm emotional about it, so like, yeah. I have mm-hmm. time to think it through. I think my girl's kind of the same way, where it's like we don't really. Um, bring things up when we in an emotional state. So by the time we talk about That's it, actually good. we're able to actually talk through it. Yeah, nah, but I definitely recommend everybody to watch that uh that movie, Malcolm and Marie, man. It's short, it's good. It's, it's How it's, short is it? Uh, it's like an hour, hour and a half maybe. But you gotta That's watch long. it with your girl because it, it definitely will hit different. <laughs> <laughs> it will hit different for sure, man. Oh, is it like, like one of those things like where you as a dude identify with Malcolm and her as a woman identify with Marie or? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. honestly, just thinking about, um, I keep forgetting his name and I don't want to call him Denzel's son. John, yeah, John, John David John, Washington. Yeah, John, John David Washington. John, John David, David Washington. Washington. Yeah. Honestly, it was kind of like seeing him, seeing Denzel do fences, but his son do it. It, it was mm. it was really dope, man. It, that was definitely like a, a standout role for him. And uh, Zadea, I believe her name is. 
Yeah. Yo, the, thing about, yeah. the thing about John, I try to give him his respect because he was in Ballers, too. I think I saw, first saw him yeah. in Ballers. Yeah. Um, So I try to give him his separate respect. But then sometimes, like, I mean, nigga, you be sounding like Denzel sometimes. Like Yo, he's, he's oh, pal, right? Like, when he was in the uh the the Black Klansman or whatever, I was like, damn. Oh, yeah. That's Denzel. <laughs> yeah. That's Denzel. Sound, it's, it's only going to get worse, for real, for real. I, I feel like every movie that comes out, like, whatever he does is just... Mm-hmm. It's gonna show more and more, man. I, I think as long as he keep like, well, he's not gonna get any taller. So he's like shorter, yeah. he's a lot shorter. Um, so and as long as he keep a beard, he'll be he'll, he'll be able to get the distinct difference. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah, don't pull you and accidentally shave your beard off. Yeah, no. Yo. Hey, <laughs> no, that's talking about I, being I petty. That. Yeah. Anything else on black love, <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that might be it on Black Love because Tawn is, uh, we've been on here for a long time and he was talking reckless now. No, I didn't even see anything. I mean, just, I just do want to just highlight, man, Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, You know, loving your your significant other beyond Valentine's Day and, you know, especially on that day if y'all want to celebrate for real. But Black Love is, is, is everything. Yep, yep. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Doing is that a heart? I think he's trying to do yeah, I got big, I got big hands, it's just not working out. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. All right, man, any conclusion? You've been saying from the beginning, uh, you gotta love yourself. Um, and the only reason we separating black love in this episode is to put an emphasis on the black, all black, on black, on black, all black. We not uh, speak about interracial relationships in this episode. We all black men in love with our yeah. black queens. Uh, <laughs> it's black, all black yeah. love. Yeah, yeah, black, all black. Yeah, just to just to add on to what Dre said, like yeah, like um, yeah, love starts. Black love starts with yourself, like as a black person. Like loving yourself is black love. You know what I'm saying? And black love is not just in romantic relationships. It's like the love that you show to, you know, to your family, to your friends, to your your, your fellow, you know, your fellow my people, you know. Ex- you know, express that the more we do that, the more we grow as a community. I love that. Tweet the same. I like the married man. man. Oh gosh. The fall. You're the next line, sir. The form. <laughs> oh, you're done. You should what be say? Oh, you said what? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> no, what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, go on. Go, yeah. yeah. Well, um, pretty much everything that you guys said. Um, definitely agree on that. But also, you know, um, make sure you're just ready. Like, never jump into something when you're not. Mm. Mm. Yeah, maturity is a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, respect, um, respecting yourself, your partner, um, each other's boundaries, um, and just loving on one another and supporting another one when y'all can. Um, that's that's love. That's black love for me. Um, it's an everyday problem. Thank everybody <laughs> for listening. Yes. <laughs> This is important yes. the podcast, man. Uh, I'm, I'm telling y'all, yo, we got some heat dropping really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we really just working on this brand, this platform. Um, 
for us, for black men, uh, just for our community and our culture, yo. And um, things are steadily moving. So um, thank you for riding with us. Yeah, absolutely. We cooking. Yes, as always, you know, follow us on the social medias, your Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe and share it to your, your comrades uh, so they can yeah. get this heat too. Um, but yeah, we venturing off into some shit that we ain't never did before, so we, we sure y'all gonna like it. And also, just keep a lookout on, you know, what's coming out in the spring. Got something, got some heat coming for you. Got some heat. In the spring? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Oops. <laughs> I, I'm really excited for that though, yo. Yeah. Um, anything else, man? I think that's it. See y'all next time. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah.